Welcome to another episode of No Thanks But Yes, chill conversations with splendid people. This podcast features the many faces, voices, and pathways of recovery from problematic relationships with substances and behaviors. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I have got very few complaints. Well, that's fantastic. That's awesome to hear. Same here. I have uh, I, uh, have uh, very few complaints as well. I just got back from having a very good uh, uh, dinner with... Uh, uh, with, uh, you know, a few friends and, you know, I'm freshly in love. So life is good. <laughs> right on. I'm in love too, for sure. That's good. Yes. Thank you so much for saying yes. I'm delighted that you're here. Um, all right. Well, you know what? We start off, uh, introducing ourselves. So welcome to No Thanks But Yes. Uh, who the heck are you? I am Mario Bonds. I am a singer, songwriter, motivational speaker, and fitness enthusiast from Maryland. And I um, happen to be totally blind. So um, I have a pretty interesting story from you know being sighted to ended up going blind, but in a nutshell, I'm just a person who in, who enjoys using all of the gifts that I've been given to inspire others. Oh, you know, and you do that so well. We met recently um, at the APNC conference, Addiction Professionals in North Carolina, and uh, such a chance encounter. I was sitting down by myself, having some lunch, and you sat down with me at such a splendid opportune time. Do you, you remember that? I, I do. I do. I was looking for somewhere to sit and you were, you know, you know, very gracious. And, you know, we sort of said, hey, is it OK if I, you know, if it's OK if I sit here? And you said, absolutely. And then I sat down and, you know, got your name. And then I found out that you were going to be giving a one of the breakout sessions coming up shortly. And I was very intrigued by the topic of that breakout session regarding the biases that might be held by addiction professionals. And that, that told me that I was speaking to a special soul. So at that point, it was, oh. it was a instant connection. Thank you. I, I feel the same way. And, and I, I have to tell you, I, uh, I was looking for some, I was looking for some focus. I was looking for some inspiration and uh i don't know why i was looking for it by myself <laughs> but apparently uh you know creator intervened and and you plop down and um helped to inform my session and got me really excited about your session you were a keynote speaker the next morning and um i appreciated the shout out by the way that was really lovely <laughs> Yeah, no worries. I, I, that's how moved and, and taken I was by the, by that chance and that chance encounter. And again, we never know, right? We never know. I, I, there's this phrase that uh, you know that that an email someone sent an email to me the other day, and at the bottom of the email, as a part of their signature, was the phrase, "I am a person through you." Mm. And that meant a lot to me, right? I am a person through you, right? Because 
in order for me to be something, it has I have to be qualified or calculated to be X, Y, and three by someone else, right? I cannot specifically say that I am this and I'm the only person who believes I'm that. So anyways, the whole point, you know, the signature went on to talk about, you know, humanity and giving and et cetera. And so with that, this reminded me of that, that I am a person, you know, through you. So those chance, chance encounters was, you know, a really good opportunity to really get deeper perspective and inspiration on my end. So you know, the, the shout out was almost automatic. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I love that signature. And I think of my, I think of my connection with others. You've got me thinking about a tree falling in the woods. If there's no one there to hear it, doesn't make a sound and just all kinds of stuff. And yeah, I think um, that chance encounter and just, it kind of, altered both of our trajectories, however slightly, that afternoon and the next day and and today. And and I'm so glad that you came here. This is a um this is a podcast I started as a hobby because I, I know so many splendid people who at some point in their life have overcome, you know, problematic relationships with with behaviors or are in recovery from 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 trauma or just I, I've had some guests just say everyone's in recovery. And um, do you do you identify at all? Or can you identify as a person that's in recovery? Um, I think if when I look at my past, considering all of the adversities that I've had to overcome, right, I had a, survived a childhood marred by abuse, uh, paternal abandonment, the loss of my mother, um, homelessness and all against the backdrop of going blind, right? And in different types of abuse, whether you know physical, emotional, and sexual, et cetera. And you know, and that being a huge deck of cards, you know, a huge deck of of adverse mental deck 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 of cards that eventually, you know, caved in. You know, by the time I was in my early twenties, et cetera. And that's mm -hmm. when you find out that you know I wasn't Super Mario. And that mm. when statistically, when you look at all of the things that I went through, it's not usual that someone would go through all of those things and not need a little help. Mm. So I realized that these things, you know, the painful things that my father did or didn't do, the the homelessness, the, 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 the you know, the, the being used, the, all, all of these horrible things that happened to me at the hands of teachers or you name it are things that I suddenly realized that I did care about. It was things that were bottled up. And so it affected my mental health, which, you know, you can be the healthiest person mentally, but all it takes is the right life circumstances. And that can easily shift any of us as we learned, you know, in the pandemic and beyond, right? That can all automatically, you know, shift any of us to where mental health does become a concern. And at that point, your mental health becomes, and you know, keeping it healthy, becomes an ongoing operation that yes you know should be qualified as recovery right because all you know depends on how far rock bottom was and rock bottom was far from me right i realized that i didn't have the the tools at the time to deal with the things that i was going through spent three days in a psych ward to find out that i was normal Right. Because, again, all of the things that happened to me, it's hard for anyone to walk away from a childhood marred by that much for that long and be, you know, completely mentally unscathed without help. So I got the help. 
And that recovery is making sure that I sustained all the things I learned and all the survival tools I was given, you know, 10, 11 years ago when I, when I had that mental reset. Oh, wow. So you, you reached out uh, for help. You, you got help, but I love well, what you well, said. I love yeah, what ahead. you, Oh, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, no, go ahead. Finish that point. I, I love what you said about, I found out I was normal. Yeah. And that is just, I, I want so many more people to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I really did. And, and I'll tell you that my, uh, I've never uh, gone into details about what I'm getting ready to tell you, but it's like what, what ended up putting me in the psych ward is that, you know, I had gone through so much, right. I had gone through so much. I was literally about four weeks from graduating from college. I was working for the U S department of transportation. I was 22 years old. I had everything going for me, right. Everything, everything was amazing right? This is great, you know? And, you know, suddenly, you know, I'm dealing with this, I was romantically involved with someone who, you know, got so upset with me that she said, you know, I hope you and your dog get hit by a car. You know, is what she said to me, right? And my heart could not imagine that someone could say something so horrible that that ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back and everything, every painful thing that was unresolved, everything, again, like I said, from my father and beyond, everything that I hadn't dealt with came crashing down on me like a ton of bricks. And, you know, in the culmination of all of that, whether it be, you know, the abuse, this, the, 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 you know, sexual molestation, everything, it, it was like my brain said, well, why, why stick around? You know, why be here? Why stick around? And I'll tell you that, you know, I started to have, you know, the deep ideation that like, well, doing something to get yourself out of here, it seems like a chance at a blessed rest. And that scared me, right? And I had enough sense at that point to call for help. And, you know, they have these various hotlines or what have you. That wasn't enough. And then I somehow found the courage to call 911 because what was going on with me mentally was scaring me. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't where I wanted to be. And so they came and picked me up, you know, with all the fanfare that I didn't want, siren and everything. And that's when I was, you know, taken to the hospital and, you know, was admitted and, and found out that I was normal and I just had some stuff to deal with. So I've never told that story before, but there it is. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And, and I, I feel you, I feel you. I, I have experienced that hopelessness where it seemed my alternative was ending my existence. And, and I found something to grab onto. Um, and, and I'm really grateful that you did as well. I'm delighted with this business of, um, creativity, courage, and determination. Yes. Oh, man. We'll get to that. But um, what does recovery mean to you? I think recovery starts with acceptance, right? Um, I had to accept all of the things that happened to me um, and stop beating myself up for them. Um, I think recovery equally means 
continuing to do the work to keep oneself health, healthy, right? You know, you, you'll understand this, right? We have to take care of our physical health every day, right? It's a, it's, it runs the spectrum in terms of what people do to do that if they do participate. But let's say you may not be a person who exercises, but you sure might eat every day, right? That's a part of your, your, your physical health, right? I believe taking care of our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health are requirements. And I believe that, you know, one affects the other, right? And so with that being said, just as I want to make sure that I feel my body appropriately, I realize that the mind, the brain also needs to be prop properly fueled. And if I give it bad fuel, right, and that is not doing things that are enriching or healthy for myself, then I can find myself revisiting those same episodic depression states that I, that I try to stay away from. So I continually try to practice reinforcement, right? Recovery means continuing to do, i say that again, it means continuing to do the work to keep oneself healthy. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I, I too, I, I embrace that interconnectivity in all my uh, domains of wellness, uh, the mind, the body, the spirit, and um I, I really, I love who you are. I love who you were. Um, I'm glad you're here. Um, and I'm glad you're here doing the things that you do. I mean, you're, 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 you're speaking in public and you're talking about courage and creativity. Creativity is a part of my recovery. Um, courage is a part of my recovery. And I suppose I'm determined to, to sustain it. But tell me more about Mario Bonds. Uh, what you do in this space right now to to uh, to inspire others and to um, to share that good good with other folks. So there's a lot of hurting in the world, right? There's a lot of hurting in the world for whatever individuals might be going through personally, or just even when we look around ourselves atmospherically and see all of the terrible things that have ha that are happening: mass shootings, uh, war. Um, there's there's so much hate, right? I think in my presentation, the first song I performed was a song called My Eyes, My Life, a song that I co-wrote with, uh, um, with a guy named Raymond Jackson. Um, and it talks about, you know, all of those things that I'm a blind person and it tells people, you don't have to be so blind if you look into my eyes. And then it depicts what I see we could be or we should be, right? Um, if we only just so in this particular space, I'm happy to be an emblem of what can happen when people do the work for sustained recovery or when other people I'm a product of what can happen when other people pour into those who are uh, coming from adverse situations. Um, and conversely, I enjoy being a token of inspiration for other people to tell them that you can hold on. So whether it's songwriting um, or whether it's uh, the motivational speaking that I've been blessed to do for about 11 years at this particular point, um, that's when I'm always driving, uh, driving the, uh, you know, driving the message forward. Um, I, I wrote a, I remember in 2012, I wrote a book called without sight, but full of vision, right? Cause I'm totally blind, but I still believe I have vision. And 
you know, I only mentioned it here because it's interesting that, you know, I tell people that that book is not a laundry list of look at all of the horrible things that happened to me, right? It's rather here are some adverse things that happened to me that I had to go through. I did the work to overcome them. And now my smile is real. And hopefully you can be inspired to do the same thing. So that's another thing that I use in this space to try and further the mission for others. Oh, and and you do it so well. And folks can go to mabspeaks.com. That's the website, right? Yes, mabspeaks.com. Or if you wanted to uh, say it in, in a word, although Mab is not a word, <laughs> definitely say mabspeaks.com. That, that'll definitely work as well. But MAB Speaks, which are my initials, Mario Arnaz Bonds, um, Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S.com. Right on, right on. And right. it's a great it's a great website. It uh, shows some of the, the um, events you've been through, including the Oxygen Networks, the Glee Project, uh, the book that you wrote, um, some videos of your speaking and your singing. And oh, man, this cat can swing. I'm saying I, uh, along with your splendid uh, um, keynote, you also performed uh, with your fellows uh, while we were having a, a little time out on the out on the deck. And uh, I enjoyed that very, very much. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely pulled out some uh, some great music there. Yeah, I believe music I believe music has healing powers. So it's always it's I believe music has healing powers and I believe that it's my biggest superpower. <laughs> oh, so, right on. Yeah, you put those things hand in hand. It's like, you know, even looking at some of the stuff like I don't I don't know where I go. I don't really know who I become during the music, but once it's over and I look at videos and stuff it's like, man, whoever that guy <laughs> is, I wish I could be him all the time. <laughs> I feel, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I've performed in bands for uh, for the last uh, 23 years or so off and on. And it's a great space to be in. It really, really is. I'm, I'm a horn player myself, though. I usually would be in a band with uh, some cats who could always sing a lot better than me, although I think I sing pretty well. But, you know, playing horn and tambourine, uh, I get I get my love on in that for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, you know, what's really tough for, for folks, folks like us who are doing what we love and it intersects with creativity and, and fun, um, you know, how do we have fun, you know, when we're with ourselves and how do we take care of ourselves? So what do you do? Uh, what do you do for kicks? Ah, I write music. <laughs> I write a lot of music and I spend a lot of time with, <laughs> spend a lot of quality time with the people that I love. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, 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 I'm very big on connection at this particular point. Um, and so I try to make sure that I, I have a lot of meaningful time. And then also equally, it's, you, you'll understand this. Equally, I try to make sure that I have enough alone time because that's new for me. It's only been in the past two years where I finally learned to love Mario. 
And so when I want my space, I love being by myself and listening to an audio book or, you know, just sort of relaxing, those sorts of things, you know, being able to unplug in sort of de-stress so I can, you know, you think I think like like a, a petrol pump, right? If that runs out of gasoline, it's like, you know, a truck has to come and fill it back up. I had to find ways to make sure that I could take care of myself, refuel so that I could be good to me and in so doing be focused enough to be good for others. Oh, being good to you. And I feel that. And I also, what you say about your being perhaps one of the last people in your life that you fully loved and appreciate, I suppose, uh, resonates yeah. with me as well. And yeah, I'm really happy that I'm in that place now where I, uh, Donald McDonald's an okay cat to be, uh, hanging alone with. And I take that alone time for sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and now it's to the point where people go, Amara, you've changed. You know, people don't, people know, they, they, they just know when I'm switching to the mode that Amara needs some time, time to himself. Yes. And I love, I love me. And that's one of the reasons why even in the keynote that you saw at the conference, the second song that we performed in that keynote was a song by Sam Smith called you know called love me more the other three songs i wrote but that was the only cover we did in that in that show and because it's a song called love me more you know where he says have you ever felt like being someone else feeling like the mirror isn't good for your health every day i'm trying not to hate myself but lately it's not hurting like it did before maybe i'm learning how to love me more i'm going to love me more yes i'm gonna try to love me more yes i will love me more i said i gotta do this song because that spoke, it spoke directly to me. So being able to love me more is the biggest theme that has been driving me these past two years. And I'm finally there, right? Yeah, I get it. And I, I'm with you on that journey. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Sam Smith did it. <laughs> yeah, it well. yeah. yeah, he said it well, didn't he? Yeah. Facts. Facts. Maybe. Maybe I'm learning to love me more. I love exactly. it. Oh, wow. Well, I'll tell you what, um, brother, it's hard to, um, to follow up that, you know, with a drop the mic moment. But, you know, is, is there any final message that you have for our listeners uh, here at the end of this conversation? A quote that I came up with which really just came at the top of my head literally about 12 years ago was that barriers only exist when one chooses to acknowledge them. That is a quote that has transferable meaning to many different types of context, right? So a barrier to recovery, right? There is no barrier to recovery, right? Except unless you, you have to be willing to do the work, even if it's hard. And it is hard. It's called work for a reason, but it's rewarding if you get to the other side. You're, so I'm a, a black, totally blind man in America who dares to say that despite any barriers that others might place in front of me, they're not going to exist. So even if I'm, I'm my own barrier, I've learned to get out of my own way, to get out of my own head, because the world is out there trying to beat me up enough. I refuse to help it. And that's how I think. That's fire. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, real talk. That's that fire. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I tell you what, I hope that this was a chill conversation that was painless. And um, I'm so delighted that you came and hung out with me for a little while. And uh, I hope that we get a chance to do some work together again real soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Donald. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another amazing episode. No Thanks But Yes is non-monetized and unaffiliated. Available everywhere you stream excellent podcasts. Remember to subscribe today and tell all your friends about it. 